0: Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to TORN, finding a mom-life balance.
1: Happy New Year, TORN listeners. We are officially in 2020. I hope everyone had a great holiday season, doing all the things that you enjoy and cherishing your family, friends, loved ones. Let's kick it off.
0: Welcome back. So for today's episode, we thought it would be fun since Memes and I, Athena, have been talking about what's the best way to pause and refresh for the new year. And so I found that it's a HuffPost on wellness by Sasha Broner and it says 16 ways to hit the refresh button in the new year so we're gonna run through these 16 tips and either agree or disagree um, with what they mention here and see if it is the torn driveway to refresh the new year see what we get out of it
1: So you ready, Memes? Sure. So I'll do number one. Reset your problem solving and take a walk. I actually really recommend um, Connection to Nature. I was back at work and suggesting to someone who was talking about how it's really hard to disconnect um, from technology. or And she was wondering if it was like social media. And I was just saying, being conscious of having some time in nature, I think definitely helps to feel you feel refreshed
0: yeah it goes back to that uh physically moving helps like everyone that has I know when the like the apple watches came out you know everybody was setting their thing we'd be sitting in conference rooms and people are like oh my watch is telling me to get up and move I haven't got up and moved (laughs) in a while (laughs) Um, they had to have their watch tell them to get up and move um but yeah just the simple act and having some form of movement, it, it helps clear your mind. But and then the articles actually that not only does it improve your mind and brain function, but it actually has other health um, benefits, like overall. Yeah, and definitely getting those things. Getting your your mind
1: going and brainstorming things like that. I I always like. I have a pretty big building, and sometimes we talk about the fact that our office doesn't have a window. But I'll just take a lap to kind of do a change of pace or sit in a different place. Um, But I think it does clear your mind. And usually during that walk or change, um, change of scenery helps jog other things,
0: you know, either move a project along or move on to something else. So we agree. It's a good one. Mm -hmm. Take a walk. Number two, reset your anxious thoughts, learn to meditate, which this one, I, I would say we would have to agree with since we just released an episode all about the quiet time and mm-hmm. spending time reflecting.
1: Definitely. So, three so is meditation. reset. Yeah, meditation gets thumbs up from both of us. I think uh, that's number, number one. three. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, it, it trumps walking um reset your vices cut out something for one week i think this is interesting along with um most people talking about resolutions or asking about if you do any resolutions i hear more questions about like are you a person who creates them or doesn't create them more than like what are you know the assumption that everyone is um thinking about a short-term goal like for this week i'm gonna cut this out um sugar caffeine alcohol or a certain behavior i think is a good way to kind of also monitor what's working for you and what isn't um i would probably say mine would be like the going to bed late or more behavior wise Because sometimes we can just set ourselves up for failure
0: yeah i really like this one when i so, Ooh, I like this little spin because it's like a mind shift, right? It's like a quick win
1: because if you mm-hmm.
0: go like trying to do a like weight loss, right? That's so, it takes so long to see the 20 pounds shred off. But if you were to say this week, cut out one thing, like for me, it would probably be my ginger ale consumption is ridiculous. <laughs> like, I should probably cut that out for one week. So that way it's doable. But had I had I try to set a goal of like cutting that out for a month, I probably fail in writing the goal. Yeah, because that's and not possible. As I've been
1: feeling like this stomach bug. I definitely upped my ginger ale consumption this week,
0: so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number four. I like this one. Reset your diet. Focus on adding one thing. They spun it again. Right? It's a mental shift because the minute you hear the word diet, you're like, oh, i got to get rid of so many things that I typically eat and that I love eating. But this one's actually encouraging you to add something positive to your diet. So instead of taking stuff away, add more like, I think this one was flaxseed oil. Not that I would do that, but <laughs> maybe kale. Add more kale to your diet. Well, definitely actually
1: direct flaxseed as well is what i add to some of my smoothies so i'm not so sure making the oil but i did um have like a green smoothie recipe that I called for flaxseed and then it also um it's talking about omega-3 so anything fish oil and whatever your remedy is um adding that in i think the mom twist for me on this one was thinking about what i want to add in to the kids' diets (laughs) because I'm kind of over the rotation of mac and cheese, plain pasta, nuggets. I don't mean, uh, why are these vegetables on my plate conversation? Um, So thinking about some sort of variety. So she likes soup and maybe finding a different soup to expose her to to get those veggies in.
0: Yeah, you don't have to reduce the jelly beans, just got to increase the greens. (laughs) (laughs) so i like
1: that one yeah that girl can (laughs) yeah my kid can snack all day long and not have one proper meal
0: so five reset your to-do list write it all down oh man this one gave me anxiety i wasn't a big fan of this one i don't like writing crap down because i do that and it just builds anxiety and the list just keeps getting longer and longer things don't get crossed off and it's just part of my personality that I can't like delete something from the list that no longer is relevant. Cause I feel like it still needs to get done. There's no satisfaction in deleting it. So I don't know. This one mm, wasn't a big fan.
1: I think, I think the only twist I like on the, the to-do list is the idea of putting things down at the end of the day, because it's easier for me not to wake up feeling like I'm going to forget something. Um, And I actually recommend an app, um, Wonderlist, and it helps you categorize. And so you can kind of just do a whole crazy list of different categories, but I like to chunk it with like things I'm remembering for the kids or remembering for home or things for work or specific projects for work, Um, just as a place to gather everything as it crosses my mind, because I'm very forgetful. But doing that and then knowing that I'm not spending either morning time or beginning of the work day time on figuring out what I'm going to do, but actually like prioritizing those and just tackling something is kind of how I use the list. So it doesn't make me feel, I don't worry about taking things off or if things shift, it doesn't bother my personality so much. It's just... For me, it's the forgetting part. I really dislike that feeling of like, there was something that crossed my mind or I can't, you know, even the thing that's going to be a satisfier, right? Like, oh, I found a great idea for that or there was a quote I wanted to put on that or what was the design I wanted to use for this? And I'm, I'm just very forgetful and scattered and have a million things that pop up into my mind in weird moments, so I kind of use the list as like a dumping ground, and then I kind of sift and sort through it at another time <laughs> to be productive.
0: Yeah, and it, don't get me wrong, like, I do write lists, but these are the two sentences that I'm like, yeah, I can't get myself to do this. It says, no need to complete all of the things on the list this week, or even next week. Just get them all down on paper and out of your head as a first step. Yeah, it, down on the paper it needs to be done in the week so it's like it oh, mm-hmm. gets me anxiety so I, me Athena I would not the whole thing down because I would drive myself mad but it could work for others alright number six reset your mood do something that makes you laugh I do agree that laughter is the best
1: medicine um I don't know how to authentically... I think the experiences I've had with laughter recently are those kind of laugh so you don't get upset. Or laugh, like laugh, <laughs> laugh because, so you don't cry. It, because it's so ridiculous. Yeah, like you're laughing so you don't cry or it's so ridiculous all you can do is laugh kind of places. So I would love... I definitely take the, the moments where my kid just makes me laugh. But I don't know they... The, I don't know if one laugh makes up for the three times that my kid makes me want to pull my hair out or something like like <laughs> there needs to be a better balance.
0: <laughs> yeah I, I would say I embrace this one because this one I actually I, I try to do it every night like I am a Netflix comedy junkie. <laughs> like I mm-hmm. like to watch sitcoms from the 90s and enjoy. Now that I'm older, I can actually understand all the jokes in them and actually laugh some that's not anything related to anything in my life, and it feels good and I've actually got that time has been interrupted for the past like two weeks thing um and so I'm <laughs> feeling it i'm like man i need I need that separated laughter, <laughs> like, yes, child, you are hilarious, but there's nothing better than Laughter that's not even closely related to anything going on in my life. So it feels good mm-hmm. to get a distraction. Seven. So number seven is reset your
1: relationships. Make plans with an old friend. Um, I feel like as a, an educator just coming off a of break, I kind of leave catching up things for the break time. So I think this would make me feel a little more overwhelmed to do at the beginning of the year than having used some time I had off, right? Because I feel like between expenses and plans and gifts at the end of the year and that I come into, like, my birthday season, my daughter's birthday season at the beginning of the year, like, to add additional events always kind of makes the beginning of the year feel more hectic for me.
0: Yeah, this one, um, it's hard enough to... (laughs) Um, it kind of stressed me out. I was like, oh my gosh, if I have to go back and rekindle a friendship, mm-hmm. that's just really stressful and pretty much impossible because my life has been consumed with either work or my kids' friends, and so I become friends with their parents, and those become my new friends for the season because it makes it easier. Everybody gets to hang out with somebody. Um, so that one, I thought well probably not at the beginning of the year but maybe towards the middle or the end of the year or at least pick one friend um
1: the other part with. of this that i would like the other part of this i think about is understanding that different relationships and different like it's it doesn't have to for me it's not so much an old friend for me I think of like who I haven't seen as much but sometimes I settle for like this is the time of year I do these things with these people like I had like a gift exchange with old colleague to you know over the holidays and then there's like friends I reach out to as the fall approaches and then there's like friends I see more in the summer and so I think also I would just say resetting the expectations we're putting on those relationships and kind of accepting that because things get so busy, um, it doesn't have to be just once a year, but maybe it's a seasonal thing that we kind of get our reconnecting time during those phases. Um, like you were saying with the kids' friends, it's just going to happen that you're all going to be at similar birthday parties or you're, all, you know, so yeah. you're going to see them a lot more times over a school year, over a season. So just accepting that.
0: That might be how it shifts. Yeah. Eight, because I feel like it connects. It says reset your schedule, make time. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering being a mom meme, like, what, when you hear that term now, fun stuff, what comes to mind?
1: Honestly, I have like a whole reframing of most of the little joys because of motherhood. And I was just saying this to someone else that snow days are no longer snow days because if my child can't be somewhere else and I can sleep in and not have to like be up playing, doing whatever. So that my snow day is no longer the like get out of life free pass that it used to be. Um, something I enjoy versus the things that are productive would be like, a day at the beach in the summer it would be a complete day off where I'm not doing drop-off and maybe I get to go to a museum or I have lunch with someone and then my other you know the fun stuff solo and then there's the fun stuff with my kid when we do catch a show we really enjoy or but I think for me the fun stuff in company is when it goes smoothly and it doesn't feel like so much work to make it happen. I know my my first year of parenting was the hardest when I had like set so many expectations for myself between like, we're gonna get there at this time and it's gonna look like this and I'm gonna get pictures and um, it's just gonna be this hallmark moment for me. And I just had to throw that out the window and decide like, nope, we're just gonna get there on time and like make it for the tickets that we got or make it for the yeah. event. And my kid's going to be into whatever it is and I'm not going to get upset if they're not into meeting the character or doing the thing or maybe the project we sat down to do looks different than what it was supposed to because that's just the mood she was in. You know, like, it's definitely like um, adjusting my expectations and then that the fun at different stages looks different. So solo with my partner with the kids full family extended family like um but I would just say the fun is where it's less stress even with the prepping arriving all of that can get me to like not enjoy the thing I finally got to if it's too much going on or too too stressful
0: I agree. Like, when I was reading this uh, this one about fun stuff, I was interested to see what they would say. And, you know, they were talking about sipping on some wine and listening to an old definition. Uh, um, but I think the best way they wrapped it up was saying, you know, do things that make you feel good and bring about more of a balance and joy in your life. Which I think is true, because lately, fun stuff to me is just, um, like, a fun day is a day that we get up and we do nothing (laughs) like we literally Mm -hmm. around the house and either play a new board game or play cards together or start reading a new adventure book um or just me and my husband at night just hanging out without the kids crying and screaming in the background (laughs) that's the fun stuff yeah
1: so moving on to number nine, reset your happiness, start a gratitude journal.
0: Oh, you're all I, over this one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> ended
1: ended the year with um, like having a mantra message kind of like theme of the day and then noting it's one sentence. So it was like a one sentence message and then it was what I want to remember tomorrow and I, I like the frame of mind that puts you in and I did um, a social media like snap the picture and see what your word for the year is um, that Athena and her husband sent me and I got gratitude for the year so I honestly think the multiple ways that I can like focus on gratitude will definitely bring more joy.
0: Yeah, gratitude, I've incorporated as well. Like once you started doing that journal and cheering um, about it and stuff, I started waking up and doing the same thing, making sure I started my day with thankfulness. And just verbally, I wasn't writing it down or anything, just verbally listing out what I was thank. And it definitely changes your perspective. And, and I know get my feet on the ground in the morning because sometimes I wake up. And if my first thought is about work, I just want to crawl right back into that bed <laughs> and get underneath my blankets and not start the day. But they, they if number 10 kind of goes hand in hand because it's all about journaling as well. And I thought this one was, it says reset your creativity. Try it. I've never done that. I think I'm actually. My take only this thing one with
1: off. that is that I, yeah, I don't really remember. I would love to take it up, I don't really remember so many of my dreams these days. I, I did a lot more as a teenager. I'm probably in my twenties, but recently very rare that I
0: remember a dream. But this is cool. I think for whenever this I This one do. is a cool one about writing down your and the same thing with me, like often people ask me like what what was the last dream you had? I can't remember. I don't think that I dream often, but we all know that we dream every time we go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um but I felt like if I went to bed knowing that I could pop But I would probably remember it better or be a little more conscious while I'm unconscious. Mm -hmm. It would stay some way because I love the part about here where it was saying that studies show that journaling can increase emotional health and with Ebola just passing and stuff I have been journaling a lot so if I added in the dreams I think it would kind of help since I knew she loved dreams and always Mm -hmm. found so I really like that one. Oh,
1: definitely. definitely. Number 11, reset your productivity. Vow to organize just one thing.
0: Only one thing? Just oh. one. You can do it.
1: <laughs> one thing. I guess I blow up the concept of just one thing with my recent move because I just, my, my motto is having a place for everything. And so when something gets a little fishy about, like, how many things I have to move to get to it or how often I take it out, is it in the best place kind of thing, it might be borderline not necessary. So I've been trying to just find a place for everything.
0: And then we have to call upon Dave. Mm -hmm. This guy. (laughs) For holiday break. I... Going to my fridge because I'll confess, nothing in there is organized and it, it irritates me to the point of becoming a rate how many containers I have to move to get to whatever it is that I'm going in there for. And by the time I get to it, then I realize someone put it back with less than a cup that you can fill. Like, <laughs> so anyway, so I barely ever go in the fridge, but I was positively like just jaw-dropping excited that when i opened it he had taken it upon himself to reorganize my fridge and it was like the biggest blessing of his entire week of being here i was like oh my gosh i didn't even realize how bad i was craving for one thing to be organized so doesn't say you have to do it yourself (laughs) like you can hire someone to organize what was the strategy
1: what was the biggest change
0: Oh, he like, he moved cabinets or like drawers in the fridge that nobody knew could retract. And so now you didn't have to lay all these tall containers on its side and stack them. Like, you could actually put them in a row. And so it's like you're at the grocery store and like the fullest one is in the front and its backup is right behind it. I'm like, oh, oh genius we're all like that cabinet moves thanks so awesome number 12 reset your imagination give up on that book you've been lumbering through this one i found a relief because i have next to my bed a pile of books i've been lumbering through i was like i just got permission to like forget about it and get a new book
1: Yeah, I usually am giving a shout out to Gretchen Rubin, the Happier Podcast, because she mentions this. You know, I learned a rule a while ago, like give a book two chapters to like really see. And then this idea of like, don't waste time. You're not reading. You would be reading something else while you have that one just sitting there. So just let it go. And I find also that certain things that piqued your interest might, it just might not be the time and it might pop up at some other time or it might not. And just let it go. So I would say this one helps you feel relieved. Yeah. So 13 is reset your conscience, apologize to someone. All for apologizing. I think, I think more of us need to kind of take stock. And I think while we sit around maybe pining about who needs to apologize to us, we should probably find, you know, the moment to think about who we might apologize to or take a different approach with.
0: Yeah, I thought this one was an interesting one, but it makes sense if you're trying to start with a clean slate and a fresh start um, telling someone that you're sorry and apologizing and mending a relationship should be one of the things that comes to mind. Honestly, like I said, and I thought about this when I was like, this one's a really good one, but I don't know who I have to apologize to. And you know me with lists, if I agree with them. Like, oh, I got to do that. So this is a good one though, not only to be done at the beginning of the year, but I think this mm-hmm. is a good reset. Yeah, I think to build our empathy
1: anytime you think there's someone who has wronged you you maybe flip it and want to think about a time that you might have done that wrong yeah um just to make us a little more sensitive
0: i agree with that because i just read a post on instagram the other day from priscilla shire and she was um she tweeted something and it was something to the effect of like thank you lord for bringing this person into my life um In the the sense that she was having, like, the person did something that irritated her or or made her feel bad. And then she did exactly what you said. um, Flipped it on herself and said, thank you, Lord, for having this person in my life to show me what I need to work on. Because we do exactly the same things that other people that irritate us. Really what's irritating us is ourselves. (laughs) Because they just amplify it. But... Yeah, that's a good one. Apologize to someone. And number 14. I like this one. I'm just going to say it right now. Reset your sense of wonder. Book that vacation you've been dreaming about.
1: Definitely. I think a great end-of-the-year activity I did, um, our first uh, interview was with Ada Duran from Inner Group Shoes, and we got together... The 30th, and we went to a meditation location by me that she found. It was the first time I was going there. We actually walked through um, four phases of our life from like birth to like 10, and then like 11. I think it was about decades, but I, I think that's what I recall that she chunked it in decades. It was maybe 10 or 11 years. And until present and as you focused on that decade it was like letting go of certain emotions you might have and what i realized from it was that there were certain pivotal choices that rather than like knowing 100 percent what i wanted to do i kind of settled for what the options were and they felt very different and that's how i feel about having a sense of wonder or like hoping for life to be a certain way like taking vacations exploring taking risks and that kind of that's what this jogged for me it was kind of keep with that sense of wonder that idea of hope and like what in your heart you really really want to do
0: yeah and I like it because even though it says book that vacation you've been dreaming about they kind of grounded it and talked about it not having to be this like crazy exclusive expensive vacation it could just be simply going and exploring a museum that you've been driving past that you've been wanting to go into and you just haven't had the time so small little things like that too to help um refresh your outlook on things so i like that one i'm always an explorer so anything with travel whether it's local or far i'm i'm down so that that one i really enjoyed Fifteen is reset your energy, go to sleep earlier. So oh, I definitely boy.
1: thought of that with number one. So how do you think you could get this in?
0: Uh anybody want kids? <laughs> Gosh darn it. I've been struggling with sleep for the past uh years. <laughs> I've been sleep deprived. Especially lately, like this um my kids school has been out for like an unrighteous amount of time and (laughs) (laughs) these kids have so much energy and they don't of course okay so every night there's a reason to stay up later and yes I'm crazy during the school year and like usually in the summer I have a set time that people need to go to their room and just give me my space but and then we had um we had their uncle in town and all that so every night there was an excuse to stay up and be down in my living room making forts until whatever hours of the night that they decided to go to sleep and then with the whole new year's thing and then my um seven-year-old that was turning eight had the phenomenal idea of well the night before my birthday we have to stay up till midnight because that's my new year and i'm like okay (laughs) It was so cute that we all bought into it, but (laughs) going to sleep earlier, and this one I had to X off the list because I I already know that I need more sleep and I I really do want to reset my energy, but it's impossible when you have four kids aging 18 down to two. It's, it's really impossible (laughs) to sleep. So that's why I'm not going to even try i'll be honest how are you gonna do it (laughs) i i
1: think the part that stands out to me the most and i try to remember is that mood hunger and stress levels are all improved by proper sleep so for me it's just i have an alarm that i set till i get bedtime routines ready for my daughter and i have an alarm that's like a suggestion of a bedtime routine for myself and i'm just gonna examine the time again see if it's realistic and try to do that but then we lead to number 16 which is like to to reset your technology addiction and power down 30 minutes before bed and that goes hand in hand with my going to sleep it's like <laughs> I need to let it go and actually let my body like decompress so I can fall asleep at the intended bedtime because anything from checking messages it's just like constantly, things are popping into my mind, things are going on lists, emails are being opened, other messages distract me. Um, Watch that thing you didn't watch, open that thing, whatever. It's just such a bad addiction of like app to app, to app, to app, and then it's like, (laughs) what did I pick up my phone for to begin with? Um, So I only think 15 will be successful if I actually am successful at 16 too. So those are probably my two
0: struggles. Yeah, I um, I ex nay on both of them. <laughs> I say <laughs> that that's impossible for me, so like I because it because my 30 minutes before I go to bed, I watch Netflix to laugh, so that's something else on the list for me to do. So I can't mm. do 16 if I want some laughter in my life that has nothing to do with my life. <laughs> um, but I think even just what. I do use an
1: app (laughs) called insight timer, which gives me like a deep sleep. So I think even if I shift it, that what I'm using the technology for is not something amping me up, but mellowing me out might help as an addition, as a, 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 an initial transition, (laughs) but it definitely makes a difference. Like I don't think sleep is the same when you're in a hotel and there's, you know, appropriate blackout curtains and no child to wake you up at a ridiculous hour. Um, And, you you know, like because of the setup, it's not comfortable. Maybe your phone is charging somewhere else or, you know, you don't want to forget your charger so you didn't even connect it and you're not connected and you do soundly sleep. It just feels different and you are refreshed in a different way. Um, I wanted to say that from these 16 things, I thought it was really great that It seems like I value (laughs) and am on the right track to being refreshed and better. And half of it is consistency. But I think another part of it is just expectations. It's like, keep it to the one thing that you're going to change or organize. Keep it to the one thing you're going to add or take away, Um, not to be overbearing. And then every now and then kind of like check in rather than feeling like you let go of a resolution like checking in and just seeing which one are the ones you've been successful with which are the ones that stuck um and which are the things that maybe you're still working on because i think quarterly kind of check-ins or quarterly refresh points um are really helpful too for something like this to be productive
0: yeah i agree 100 percent with what you're saying um, so as you heard the list, it's a huff post out there. Um, let us know which of the 16 you connected with or ones that you thought were terrible ideas or great ideas. Um, we would love to hear from you all. And on to our favorite segment of the show, the Mend. And now for our men's segment where we share a highlight from the week.
1: Um like I mentioned, the pre-New Year's reset meditation was part of it and then it was just having lots of family downtime. There was not a lot on the agenda, but it was time together um playing some of the games it wasn't on overload right at like it was right after Christmas where it's like play this then play this then turn to this and play that it was a lot more mellow after New Year's and it was like one thing at a time and catching some movies and dining together cooking together so um, that is the thing I value the most of having time off like when I feel like too much is happening or not enough is happening both of them can bum me out but when it's like quality time together that goes smoothly i I enjoy having extended periods of time off
0: yeah i i would agree with um the men being the holiday breaks i i didn't really take time off um from work per se but having family members visit from out of town and having the kids play with their friends and not being on the school schedule and the same routine every single day was, was really nice Um, to be able to wake up and uh do work in the morning and then be able to spend r- earlier evenings and throughout the evening with them and playing different games. A lot of fun games that they came up with. I don't know how many different ways you can play UNO, but we did it. <laughs> Over break, for crying out loud, there's like, 500 different unos out there um but enjoyable to catch up with friends and family that we don't get to see on a regular so the holidays were definitely my mend and that's our show so thanks for joining us today and memes tell folks how they can stay connected So please send us your
1: thoughts. We'd love to hear from our Torn tribe at our Gmail account, TornMLB at gmail.com. And we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter
0: at TornMLB. Thanks for joining. Choose grace.
1: When you feel torn,
0: choose Choose grace. grace. Welcome back to this week's episode of Torn. On today's episode, Memes and I are going to just vent. We're going to give you some torn moments. So Memes, I don't know about you, but oftentimes what I fantasize, I call it a fantasy because it's all in my head how things are going to play out, don't actually come to pass. And one of those torn moments I can often think about is family dinner. I think of leave it to beaver, you know, got the nice steamy food on the table, (laughs) everybody sitting down sharing about their day. And I can say, me and Steve, give it a good try. We all sit down and I have four kids ranging from 18 to two. And before the plates even hit the table, they're already protesting about what they see coming towards them. And then the screaming match begins.
1: And you wish you had invited different people over for dinner by then.
0: <laughs> yes. I'm like, who are you? Do you live here? Do I need to feed you? Oh, don't worry about eating that. You don't have to eat it. You could just excuse yourself from this whole scene so we can have a conversation. Um but yeah, I'm surprised. It's like literally only probably two degrees away from a food fight. <laughs> that that's what that's what it looks like when it's all yeah, set and, and Steve There's more food on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like I hope that landed in your mouth. You got one pee. You've got your daily dosage of vitamins. Great.
1: <laughs> I think um, my biggest gripe with that is the the work that goes wasted. I have the biggest issue in parenting with thinking about how much of my effort is just like a waste. But my other part of that is the dining out aspect, because while at home, it definitely stinks that you're the one that has to clean it up after all that happens. Outside, it's more the, the specter of whatever takes place at your table and witnessed by everyone else at the establishment, because you don't always want to go to the place that no one else wants to go to, just so that you don't have to you know be in the public eye, <laughs> you want to go to your favorite places or the neighborhood spot or um enjoy the weekend, and that's when it's busier, but that's when they're a rare form and don't want what you ordered or don't want to sit or that the in-between awkward stage where they don't really fit in any of the furniture that's there for them (laughs) Um, it's like okay I don't want you to like end up with a bloody nose or cracking a tooth while you're sitting at this table because you don't want to sit still (laughs) and I have to keep the packets from you and the ketchup and the utensils and it, it. a lot of it is just like was it worth it (laughs)
0: was <laughs> it worth it <laughs> exactly and and i'll wrap up this torn moment with my husband's prayer oftentimes because he's the one that cooks the food thank you jesus for giving me the energy to cook all this food for no <laughs> one to eat <laughs> amen <laughs> and another one that I just experienced tonight all over again cuz of course you have these torn moments and you experience these torn times but it doesn't stop you from going back and trying again i don't know what it is i guess we're just persistent resilient whatever Sadist. you want to call it but you see this family games it could be mario uno it could be like tonight trouble and It starts off okay, and you're like, okay, everybody is now at the age where they can count and recognize colors and sort of wait till their turn, but it doesn't fail. You get to, like, halfway, and then you're having to memorize where all the pegs were to begin with because someone is going to knock the whole board off the table, and everyone's going to want to continue playing. It's it's a nightmare.
1: (laughs) The thing is, I love games, and so through this journey, it's been evaluating like what level game Soph is ready for what Soph and Isabella can play together and play with us but I cannot do endless rounds of Candyland so it's almost the thing of like I want to expose you to this but do I want to torture myself for the next six months with this (laughs) um and then Soph is still not 100% (laughs) with her letters so there's certain things that like there's Abilities that you have to have. So I just struggle with like age appropriateness. Once too soon, that you ruin the game for them because they're like miserable because they can't do all the things that they... shoot shoots and ladders. <laughs> like I didn't really understand. It's interesting to me that you would call a slide a shoot. I feel like they could have branded it differently, found a different word to rhyme something, but the boxes are too close together she doesn't get the concept of like take these steps and then go up the ladder or then go down the chute was not a success at our house so I love games but I it's rough beyond the ability to do it the getting through the entire game not knocking it over like you said and having to reassemble it so many times I'll, I'll take a matching game where she tries to cheat and pick three cards instead of
0: just two <laughs> I know if we can end one family game without tears that would be nice because honestly we've even done family games where it's just us with our teenager and it still <laughs> ends in tears like Clue because he's so frustrated that dad always wins he's like no yeah you, you have to be cheating and we've even played Clue, and we're a very competitive household, so we've got a lot of sore losers, <laughs> I included. Um, I'm probably like the champion of sore losers. Um, and it, it, for insult, of course, my husband plays Clue that he doesn't take any of the Clue cards, and he still beats us, which is really <laughs> irritating. So it's solely based on how other people are asking questions and what people... Guys, show. no one, no like, one on his turn for words with <laughs> Just don't do it unless you like to feel or bad like about not yourself for two
1: days and drive him crazy. So.
0: <laughs> so, and then the next one, and I blame this one, I blame this torn moment on Disney and every single movie out there that leads you to believe that you can sing three verses of a song or read one story and look at your child and they're fast asleep with their little hands Underneath their head and their eyelids are closed. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Bedtime has been the... And, like, every night it's reconfirmed how those movies are so <laughs> made up <laughs> and, script, and scripted.
1: I don't... I've, I've said uh, before it's I'm not the best with the routine and the schedule. I don't have it all, like, clockwork. My evening schedule doesn't always go the same, but... Bedtime was where I started losing my patience first. It was like, I give up. I'm leaving you here. And this was as early as like, still, yes, judge me. She might have uh, dental issues, whatever, bottled milk, going to bed, whatever. I needed whatever the anecdote was for her to close her eyes, for me to see her shoulders lifting and falling as her breath got like in sync because she was knocked out because her day was over and that (laughs) pushed me over the edge there were days I would just walk out so much so that a really funny kind of like uh it almost is like a blooper I'm facetiming with my mom and my grandmother and she's playing with her baby doll and she's putting her baby doll to sleep (laughs) (laughs) and as kids will (laughs) Do what you do, not what you say. She was losing her patience with her baby doll, and of course, a curse came out of her mouth. And I was like, not only did I fail, but you have to tell my mom and my grandmother over Facetime that I failed. Great,
0: thanks. So. And that's hilarious. And, and, and what and what movie actually displays like. I know you end up resorting to being this pathetic individual because you're like literally tiptoeing in your own house, tiptoeing, hoping that your and floor hinges are upset at yourself. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm like upset at myself that I didn't put oil on that hinge already because <laughs> I'm like, oh, how do I get out of here? He made me close the door. Uh, I have, with no shame, I will say this, I have, like, fireman (laughs) crawled my way out of my child's room and left him to think that I was still sleeping on the floor next to his crib. Because it's just relentless. Relentless. So, my next torn moment, which I think is much like the bedtime one, is the awesome frolic family walk... (laughs) Through the meadows or in your neighborhood that I imagine in my head. Um, And the reality of how that soon turns into, quickly, quickly turns into, oh, my gosh, someone's (laughs) going to go to the ER. Did every, look both ways before you cross that street. Please do not run out in front of me. Hold my hand. Don't (laughs) resist. (laughs) Like. It's like, and then at that point in time, you're like, yes, that leash that they created Mm -hmm. for kids is needed. You're not judging. You're not judging. I see the inspiration. Yes. Exactly. And I'm also wishing at the same time that these four individuals were not individuals, (laughs) but dogs. (laughs) I would rather walk four dogs than walk with my four sons. They'd already know the drill. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I would have to pick up less poop and have to deal with less craziness if I was actually walking four dogs. Mm-hmm. And it's the same as like family uh, park time.
1: Sounds <laughs> like so a good gets idea, the meltdown. right? So it's so different when we all go together, and Daddy's there, and I, I, sh- I leave all the physical activity to him. Like if I entertain, hide and seek or tag, that's a good day. And I let him do all the activities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you have to tag then I team. I decide it. to do it on my own, and I'm like, "We're fine. We'll go at a good time. I'll make sure she's fed. She went to the bathroom. I'm not going to let her um, negotiate into bringing her baby doll and her chair and the dog and the binky and her purse that ultimately she's not going to want to carry." But I always get suckered into something. And we make it there and all is good. And I like pictures of the outdoors and I like videos and she's telling me to put my phone away and think she's in charge of where we're going and how we're getting there. And then like the end goal takes us like a half an hour past how long we should be there. And it's the pouty face and i'm tired of walking but this is me and the inside and then her on the outside
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to walk back home exactly i (laughs) I was gonna i was gonna clarify those meltdowns (laughs) yep (laughs) you i don't
1: want to walk back home but now you want me to walk back home and carry you why did
0: i even leave the house exactly i can either <laughs> confirm or deny that i have left the park crying <laughs> not my job <laughs> and that's not, it's not what you were it's like the swings you, the you know on a
1: clear day perfect temperature it's not what you were thinking at all